Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Anything OU podcast on the Chris and Drew Show. As always, I am your host, Crystal Williams. I've got my main man, my co-host, Drew England. Drew, what's up? What a weekend. What yeah. a weekend. Man, we uh, it was a good time. First, the three amigos were together, me, you, and Andrew for the first time. It was, it was fun, spring game, all that. Um, man, it's, it's a great day to be a Sooner. Yeah, always. Hey, real quick before we get in the video, I want to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor at www.hornstoneshop.com. If you want to pick up some really cool t-shirts from the Sean White collection, like this one, or the pop-ups above on the screen, you can do so over there. As always, the links are always in the description, very first ones, and we would appreciate it if you guys would go check them. Let's get in to the video. Welcome back, everybody. We have Mr. Deshaun White here, number 23 on the field. Might recognize him with the red beanie below us as well. Deshaun, how you doing? You feel me? This is a swag right now today. There you go. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, bro. Excited to kind of talk about this spring game a little bit. No, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, yeah. I want to open this right up with questions. We're getting right into it. Mm -hmm. You are in your fifth year. Been to five spring games. What was different about this one compared to every other one that you've been to? Uh, there was a lot of people. (laughs) There was a lot of people, obviously. Uh, but I think it was really cool to kind of see. I think that was my first time hearing like the entire crowd say sooner instead of like one side and one sided. And that was like, that was nuts hearing that from the tunnel. I wasn't even out there yet. But that was that was nuts. Yeah, that was uh, we were, I, and it's funny you said that we were all talking about that. Like mm-hmm. we don't ever, as a fan base, even because it goes back and forth to across the stadium. But when BV said Boomer and the whole crowd said Sooner, I was like, wow, wow. that was yeah, that was wow. legit. So like I know, I know we'll get to the spring game here in just a minute, but I know you guys were itching to get back on the field, especially after what, what had happened and what, what uh, you know, after the season and stuff like that. So um, what was it like to finally get back on the field for practice and, and, and put the pads on and, and, and everything like that and get and get going and, and, and finally kind of put put things behind you? Yeah, um, it felt good. You know, um, anytime I get on the football field, I just feel like I'm kind of at home. You know, it's where I just can be 100 percent myself and just do my thing. Um, no, getting back out there, like, it was just like a weight off my shoulders a little bit too, you know, obviously going through all that stuff with the decision and coming back and class and all this stuff like that. Um, just getting back on the field, like, I'm telling you, it's just like a thousand things can be going on, but it's like weight is lifted off my shoulders. So it was, it was real nice. Yeah, you speak to, you're speaking of class and stuff. Uh, Student Nation, a little funny inside joke. Last night, Deshaun hopped on a space for a little bit on Twitter. And his mom was there. And so I, I, I asked his mom, I said, Mama, you want to know, you want to ask your son any questions besides if he does all of his homework? And his mom, Deshaun's mom proceeded to ask him like four times throughout the next 45 minutes. You done your homework? And I felt so bad. Yeah. Christian uh, stirred the pot up a little bit. So she, she took it to yeah. another level too. She knew yeah. she was being, yeah. Oh, yeah. All good. I'm and good. I, and I, and it was cool too to actually, uh, put a put a put a name with a face too because we we got mm-hmm. to meet after the game and everything like that walk walk a little bit I got to know her a little yeah, bit no she is a she's a great lady so I, I can understand why uh, you are the way that you are because uh, 
she is uh she's definitely uh she definitely holds you accountable though she, she taught me everything so yeah for sure yeah. Hey, Deshaun, sure. so obviously it's pretty well known that there were a lot of former players there. Mm -hmm. uh, I was able to pick one out in the crowd, two actually, that we've had on the podcast. Zach was there. Dimitri Flowers was there. They were kind of, you know, pretty close to related to when you've been playing. And um, did you get to meet any of the cool Sooner legends? You know, who was your favorite person you got to talk to? Just stuff like um, that. I don't think I've met any new ones because honestly, I've like I've been able to shake a lot of these guys' hands, but I think that the coolest part to me was seeing a lot of my former teammates come back. To be honest with you, um, being on the sideline and seeing Jet and CD and Neville Gallimore and you know just that old old group who kind of helped bring me into this place. Um, no, it was real cool being in front of them. For sure, I remember I saw because um, we were I was sitting on the red side, and I remember CD and uh, Hollywood were kind of chopping it up a little bit. I got flashbacks, like all the old Baker Mayfield and like all those crazy oh, no. plays started to run through. Oh, man, the TCU no, no, no. game ran through my head like yeah. at halftime. I was like, oh, oh. yeah, no, it was it was really yeah. cool to see that uh, that BV brought him out there uh, to yeah. the 50 yard line and, and took a picture and really, you know, showed his appreciation. And I think yeah. the, the fans were, were really and that's the first time we've seen that many former players and legends all together in one spot. And uh, I mean, that's, that's nuts as it is. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know another school that's been able to do something like that. No, that was, that was well, it was like the who's who, like you look down the sideline yeah. and everything like that. It was boom, Kyler Murray, CD lamb, Marquise Brown, mm -hmm. you know, Creed Humphrey. Like it was, yeah. you know, Adrian Peterson and Tommy <laughs> Harris. And it was, you know, everybody. And I'm like, man, yeah. this is, this is cool. Mm -hmm. And for those recruits and everybody to see that, you know it had to be going through their head like man this is this, this is, is real this deal, is man. real yeah no, so no doubt. no doubt that's cool so once once practice got underway and everything like that what was it like cuz you've been you know you've been through this this is not your first rodeo how mm. was it getting adjusted to the new the new defense and, and that side of the ball from from years past yeah um i think that obviously just having a new defensive coordinator and all that we had a lot of install going in and so it was like a Every day there was a lot of um, pressure on us, which is what the coaches wanted. Um, I think I told you about this the other night. Like, they're going to put us in the worst position possible so when we get to a game, we can handle things, you know, the way we need to handle them. <laughs> My dog's losing his mind. But, you know, the way we need to handle them. Um, but, no, the biggest – it was definitely um, the playbook. And then, honestly, just adjusting the levy speed a little bit, uh, I think that was another big part of this camp that – is going to be something that in the future we're going to be very thankful that we already have dealt with because, I mean, like you guys saw, I tried to get up and turn up with David for a little bit after the hit, and it was like, oh snap, we got to get the call. Like, let's get these D linemen lined up. So, yeah, nah, you don't want to get out of you don't want to get out of your out of, out of place no, on no that doubt. defense for sure. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I get people lined up. You got to be yep. on like, nah, no joke. Hey, so you had a very particular play pretty early in the game. And I think you know which one that I'm referring to where you laid a man out. Yeah. I'll throw the clip in there for everybody that couldn't make the game. But um, kind of take us through that early game tackle and like your mindset, if you can if you can remember what it was mid-game and just kind of like how the play developed and everything, how it worked out for you. Yeah. Um, well, I, Levy likes to run a lot of – he runs this RPO. It's a simple inside zone with sticks. Um, and I think I kind of – I 
played it right the both both times that I had it because the one with Nick I almost picked off and then this one when they actually gave it off I triggered a little bit slow because I really wanted to get there before the sticks but I think that um, what was going through my head was literally like a coaching point that Venables has said like time and time again like with me personally it's it's not everybody's problem but with me personally um, they've been really emphasizing me running my feet through tackles and so that's just what was going through my head like I need to finish um, be the most physical dude on the field, and I mean, I got Monte yeah. good. Trying well, to, and you were you were just helping a new teammate get get acclimated, right? Oh yeah, you know, he's got a freshman. Somebody's got to do. I would rather yeah. us do it than you know somebody <laughs> there you else. Go. You know, he and um, yeah, he had a real you know speak on speak on uh, Javante. He had a he had a great game. It was I know mm-hmm. a lot of fans were excited to see him and uh, and everything like that. Um, so what? Uh, what were you what were you excited to see uh, obviously i know the defensive side and stuff like that what really stood out to you uh, from from the game from the spring game yeah um i i really like the way our, our back end played to be honest with you i think that um you got to see a lot of guys just kind of fly around and make plays um there's even a lot of situations where there's young guys that are triggering on the ball and they're in the right spot and it's not going to be you know too long until they get to the point where those are just consistent plays that they make every single day, you know. So, um, like for me, for me personally, I'm I'm excited. This could be about playing on this defense, being a leader of this defense, and just like I get goosebumps kind of thinking about it, you know. For sure, Deshaun, there's a lot of new incoming freshmen mm-hmm. that have a lot of eyes on a lot of people. And I know we kind of talked about it um, the other night, but just kind of give Sooner Nation, who are you most excited about? Or who who walked in the door and you were like, oh, like yeah. he seems like he could be that guy. No doubt. Um, I'm going to selfishly say all my backers, man. I like all those dudes, Kobe, Kip, and uh, Jaron. Those dudes have came in so mature. Like they're light years ahead of any – I mean, it's not even – Jaron is – his body is already ready to play probably in the NFL today. Uh, Kobe's mind is a lot far ahead of like any other freshman linebacker that I've been around. And then Kip is just an athletic freak. And every day he picks it up a little bit more, you know, and I think that it's the way that they continue to um, push each other and the way we can continue to push them. Like they're going to be, they're going to be so good, you know, in the future. Um, I'll throw one more name at you. Uh, Robert Spears Jennings. I like a lot of things he's been doing in practice. Um, that was a, that was actually what I was talking about with young guys who were in the right spot that just didn't finish a few plays. But um, like the future is is so bright for that kid right there. Um, the game is already easy to him in a way, and he just he gets out of there and plays fast. And that's that's rare for a freshman to get out there and see something and trust it and just go. You know, so no, he's gonna be really yeah. good. Too. So you you talk about like being a leader on this team and, and a veteran. Um, talk, talk, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, your leadership style. Are you a, are you a vocal guy? Do do guys ask you a lot of questions? Do they come to you and, and get advice, or do you kind of take it upon yourself to maybe get, give a little advice or share some stories and and and, and stuff like that? No, I uh, I always try to be kind of a little bit vulnerable. Um, even when things aren't going good, I just try to really show that like um, there's a consistency to it, and then there's an like even through your good and bad days and whatnot, you know, you got to come in there and you got to be the same dude every single day. Um, I think that vocally I've grown a lot this off season. Um, the coaches have pushed me with it a little bit too. It's not something that I'm just super, 
you know, this vocal dude that's going to yell and do all this. But I think most importantly, I just lead by example. You know, I come in, I do the right things. Um, I have the right intent. I do everything, you know, I cross my I's, dot my T's. And I think that uh, I'm definitely a guy that younger guys can look up to and sort of model, you know, take the good things. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect at everything because I'm not. But um, definitely some things that I feel like young guys, if they were looking at me, um, there's some good things that they could pick up. So. No, for sure. Hey, so you mentioned the other night that um, you wanted to go to Brahms. Yeah. So you ended up, you, you said, uh, if everybody in here doesn't know, Deshaun likes his naps. And so uh, after his naps, he likes to treat himself to a little bit of ice cream every here and now and then. Mm-hmm. Is that stuff consistent? Because obviously in, in the, in the you know, athletic facility, facilities, you have the physical aspect of recovery. What is your, as a football player, what is your mental aspect of a recovery? Is it ice cream? Is it just taking naps or like anything else? No, nah, um, definitely naps. And then just like every once in a while, like probably every month or so, I'll get around uh, all my best friends from, from high school and we'll just kind of kick it in my family. Like this weekend after the game, um, Saturday and Sunday, I got, some real good, you know, just time to wind down and be around my people um, and just, you know, love all my love all my people and they loved on me, you know. And then obviously when you get back into it on a day like today, you know, I woke up, I was, you know, extremely encouraged and just um, just doing stuff like that allows me to sort of reset sometimes, you know, because you got to you got to have balance, you know, so. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so. And you talked about your your some of your takeaways and things like that from the spring game. But what what do you feel like you you're you're gonna uh, take into this offseason? What what are you uh, uh, most looking forward to improving on um, from from the spring and and getting uh, you you personally as a as a linebacker? Yeah. Um, first off, I want to put on like 10, 12 pounds. Um, go ahead and get about two thirty. That's I mean that's where I was before last season and I got sick and I kind of lost a lot of it, but that was the best, you know, my body's ever felt. Um, definitely want to get back to somewhere in that range. Um, I think I talked to you about just sort of continuing to watch the game a lot so I can be able to process it like faster than anybody else. Like I want to be, I want to be one of those guys, as soon as I see my key do something, like I'm gone before an offensive lineman even has a chance to get to a spot, that sort of thing. Um, definitely want to watch a lot of film, like I said, and then um, just the opportunity to do skills and drills with the team and just kind of uh, honestly grow as a leader and just doing stuff like that and um, getting the defense together to do extra film and do extra little workouts and stuff like that. And just um, those are really the, the big three things for this offseason for me that I yeah. would key in and hone in on. So you, you talked about it individually, but what's next for, for the team? What does it look mm-hmm. like now after spring is over and what are workouts and, and, and we all know the, the, the stories we've heard them messing with Smitty in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's on the, what's on the, on the plate for you guys uh, moving forward and then going into the fall. Yeah. Um, well, I know this week we got, we're back to workouts. Um, you asked me earlier if it was a recovery workout. No, it was not. It was not <laughs> even close to a recovery workout. We were in there pushing iron on the Monday morning. After Squatting it up, man, three fifteen by 10 to finish it out. Three sets of ten. It was all that. Um, nah, we're working right now. Um, and then you said goals as a as a team. Like I said, um, a little bit to do with the skills and drills. 
like the coaches have really emphasized how important that's going to be for us as a team to just come together as a defense, as an offense, just get um, that level of comfort, um, communication, all those things, just to be able to bring this team, continue to bring this team together and more closer. Because, I mean, it's one of those things like the closer you are to someone, the more you trust them, you know. And so the more our trust is with them one another, the better we're going to be as a team. Sean, last time we had you on the show, you talked about um, we asked you a particular question on what you would tell high school athletes coming into Division One football and any any NCAA football division level about what advice you would give them. Yeah. And um, I was wondering, being a fifth year senior, what advice do you give yourself? I mean, yeah. Cause obviously you got to get let down and there's got to be times where you you're, you feel on top of the world. What mm-hmm. kind of keeps you going? Cause you know, you got that recovery physically after practice, you got that mental recovery, but like, is it just your dreams and aspirations of the NFL or just, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Just yeah. what keeps you going? Uh, honestly, this game is kind of like, it's a little bit addicting in the sense that like, there's not a point that you could get to to where you're like the best in the world. And so it's just honestly what it is, it's just consistently chasing improvement. That's really what it comes down to. Like, I want to be better than I was yesterday. And then when tomorrow comes, I want to be better than I was today. And it's going to be that way. You know, it's just going to trickle on and on and on. And so um, that's definitely what motivates me within this game. Like, I feel like I never, I never really lose motivation in this game because it's just, like, even when it's hard, it's so motivating that, like, the next day when you go out there, you can pick right back up where you left off and take another step. And even in the days that are hard, it's like you could have had a really bad day of practice, but if you go and learn from it, then you still took a step forward that day. And I think that that's just – that's the addicting part of this game. It's like, you know, yeah. I can't, can't get it out of my blood. Well, and something cool that I've noticed uh, about this team and, and since BV and, uh, and the new staff have been in is the, the, uh, the accountability that you guys as, as players hold mm-hmm. each other to. And in and, and the way you encourage each other. And I think that's rubbed off from the coaching staff to you guys and rubbed off on each other. And I think that that I've noticed helps helps you guys as, as players, too, if you're having a bad day or if you you have a bad play or even if you have a great, great play, you, you celebrate it and you encourage no matter what. So I, I think that's pretty cool. No, no, well, doubt. I think that. Go ahead. And the idea of that opposing teams won't be able to celebrate against us because in 13 seconds, we're already going to be running another <laughs> They're play. not going to have no time, though. They're going to catch so many people like that. They almost got – shoot, they almost got me. They almost got me. Yeah. Hey, so the last – again, a kind of a previous question that we asked you, it was kind of a question about why you chose to come back, why you chose to stay, and you answered with you wanted to pick the hardest road. Yeah. So after – everything you've experienced over these, I believe it's four months, you know, you Smitty new, yeah. you know, new coaches, just completely different team and just team mm-hmm. aspect after seeing 75,360 people show up and everything you've been through, would you say you as a man made the correct choice? Cause obviously there's a lot that goes into it. It's you growing as a person through your mm-hmm. draft stock, stuff like that. No, nah, no doubt at all. Like, I don't even, I don't question it. I know um, I talked to my mom one day on the phone and I was telling her about how every day when I leave the facility, it's like I leave encouraged and better than I was the other, the next or the day before. And that's, I mean, that's the most important part. I don't think I've ever had, um, like I was saying earlier, I don't really lack in motivation, but just 
to be honest with you, BV's ability to just motivate on a day-to-day day-to-day basis is like it's something I've never been around. And um I've used it, you know, in ways for me to continue to grow as a man, continue to grow as a player. So yeah. You know, keeping that keeping that cup full, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. He he no just doubt. yeah, and, and I've heard stories and, and and countless uh people talking that, you know, when they meet him or when you interact with them. Yeah, football is the last thing that, that he wants to talk about sometimes. And mm-hmm. I think that's so cool in a, in a head coach no. that, that really invests in you and, and, and the whole staff for that matter. No, that's that's partly true. Because if you go up to him and you say anything about football, he's going to talk to you about football for about 30 minutes. He's going to break it down by the formation. He's going to get you a whole visual up in your head, all of that. But no, definitely. Hey, and speaking of Coach Venables, now that you've gotten to experience him and you've mm-hmm. You've been in practice, everything, because it was different last time we had you on three, four months ago. Yeah. What would you tell younger kids that are looking at the University of Oklahoma on the defensive side of the ball or offense that want to play for head coach Venables? Yeah. What would you tell them? Um, this is the best head coach in the country. Like, there's not – I don't think that there's – there's not many other places that you're going to find a spot that you're going to be able to grow – like that, like I'm gonna say, there's not gonna be another place out there. Um, just the amount that I've grown in four and a half, four and a half months is is kind of nuts to think about. Um, it was something that I needed though, and you know, like I said, I had to take the harder decision, and this has not all been easy by any means. But I think that even though I go or I get up some days, and you know, things can be hard or this, this, and that going on, I think that I always have comfort knowing that like I made the right decision. Um, I am a lot farther ahead than where I was. And like to play for the best defensive coordinator, I mean, come on, it don't get you don't gotta complicate things, you know. Yeah. So I got one more fun question for you. Yeah. Um, did you and you know, with all the we talked about all the former players and everybody that, that came in, did you have what was the uh, coolest interaction of the of the weekend um with with yeah. any of those guys, if you uh, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, nah, definitely. CD, um, I remember it was a play that had got blown dead. Uh, Joe Wete had picked it off. And obviously he plays linebacker, he plays Will. So I'm like, I'm turning up on the sideline. I then threw my helmet, like I'm jumping up and down, talking trash, this, this, and that. And CD's like, bro, you didn't even get no pick. Like, don't try to come at me like that. So I just, me and CD have always been like, We've always had this relationship where we like talk trash to each other. Uh, it's just a competitor, you know, sort of thing. But that's my guy. Yeah. At the end. He knows that. That sort of deal. Yeah. Did you see any other former players at maybe any any Mexican restaurants or anything like that during the weekend? <laughs> yes. 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 You? My chance? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so. No, no doubt. No doubt. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just we to had, kind of we put had... it perspective. Sooner Nation, if you somehow did not see the tweet, we went to Tammy Harris and Norman and uh, Baker was there. So we all got to kind of, not me, I was too scared, but I know Drew shook his hand. I know Deshaun did as well. So it was a pretty yeah. cool experience. Man, Baker has one of these shirts right here. That's, that is mind-blowing to me. I mean, hey. If, if I, I ever mean, see him, if I ever see him wear that shirt, like it's, it's going, it's going, it's going up. That's all oh, I yeah. Well, hey, who knows? He he did fill out an application at Tarmahara, so you may see him. You know, you may see him there uh, part time or, or or something like that. You don't you don't know. You know, no, no, so. No. No. <laughs>
Hey, I mean, Deshaun walked through that restaurant and was bringing the boom. Like, that's all I'm going to say. Bring in the boom. Com, Deshaun White collection. Like, right. made a man out. Yeah. I'll throw the clip in there for everybody that couldn't make the game. But um, kind of take us through that early game tackle and, like, your mindset, if you can if you can remember what it was mid-game and just kind of, like, how the play developed and everything, how it worked out for you. Yeah. Um, well, I, Levy likes to run a lot of – he runs this RPO. It's a simple inside zone with sticks. Um, and I think I kind of – I played it right the both both times that I had it because the one with Nick, I almost picked off. And then this one, when they actually gave it off, I triggered a little bit slow because I really wanted to get there before the sticks. But I think that um, what was going through my head was literally like a coaching point that Venables has said like time and time again. Like with me personally, it's, it's not everybody's problem. But with me personally um, – they've been really emphasizing me running my feet through tackles. And so that's just what was going through my head. Like I need to finish, um, be the most physical dude on the field. And I mean, I got, yeah. I got Vontae good. Trying well, to, well, and you were, you were just helping a new teammate get, get acclimated, right? Oh yeah. You know, He's got a freshman. Somebody's got to do it. I would rather yeah. us do it than, you know, somebody <laughs> you else. Go, you know, he, and, um, yeah, he had a real, you know, speak on, speak on, uh, Javante. He had a, he had a great game. It was, I know mm-hmm. a lot of fans were excited to see him and, uh, and everything like that. Um, so what uh, what were you what were you excited to see? Uh, obviously, I know the defensive side and stuff like that. What really stood out to you uh, from from the game from the spring game? Yeah, um, I I really like the way our, our back end played. To be honest with you, I think that um, you got to see a lot of guys just kind of fly around and make plays. Um, there's even a lot of situations where there's young guys that are triggering on the ball and they're in the right spot and it's not going to be, you know, too long until they get to the point where those are just consistent plays that they make every single day, you know? So, um, like for me, for me personally, I'm, I'm excited. This could be about playing on this defense, being a leader of this defense and just like, I get goosebumps kind of thing about it, you know? For sure. Deshaun, there's a lot of new incoming freshmen mm-hmm. that have a lot of eyes on a lot of people. And I know we kind of talked about it um, the other night, but just kind of give Sooner Nation, who are you most excited about? Or who who walked in the door and you were like, oh, like, yeah. he seems like he could be that guy. No doubt. Um, I'm going to selfishly say all my backers, man. I like all those dudes, Kobe, Kip, and uh, Jaron. Those dudes have came in so mature. Like, they're light years ahead of any – I mean, it's not even – Jaron is – his body is already ready to play probably in the NFL today. Uh, Kobe's mind is a lot far ahead of like any other freshman linebacker that I've been around. And then Kip is just an athletic freak who every day he picks it up a little bit more, you know? And I think that it's the way that they continue to um, push each other and the way we can continue to push them. Like they're going to be, they're going to be so good, you know, in the future. Um, I'll throw one more name at you. Uh, Robert Spears Jennings. I like a lot of things he's been doing in practice. Um, that was a, that was actually what I was talking about with young guys who were in the right spot that just didn't finish a few plays. But um, like the future is is so bright for that kid right there. Um, the game is already easy to him in a way, and he just he gets out of there and plays fast. And that's that's rare for a freshman to get out there and see something and trust it and just go. You know, so no, he's gonna be really yeah. good. Too. So you you talk about like being a leader on this team and, and a veteran. Um, talk, talk, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, your leadership style. Are you a, are you a vocal guy? Do do guys ask you a lot of questions? Do they come to you and, and get advice, or do you kind of 
or take it upon yourself to maybe get, give a little advice or share some stories and, 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 and stuff like that. No, I, uh, I always try to be kind of a little bit vulnerable. Um, even when things aren't going good, I just try to really show that like, um, there's a consistency to it. And then there's an, like, even through your good and bad days and whatnot, you know, you got to come in there and you got to be the same dude every single day. Um, I think that vocally I've grown a lot this off season. Um, the coaches have pushed me with it a little bit too. It's not something that I'm just super, you know, this vocal dude that's going to yell and do all this. But I think most importantly, I just lead by example. You know, I come in, I do the right things. Um, I have the right intent. I do everything, you know, I cross my eyes, dot my T's. And I think that uh, I'm definitely a guy that younger guys can look up to and sort of model, you know, take the good things. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect at everything because I'm not. But um, definitely some things that I feel like young guys, if they were looking at me, um, there's some good things that they can pick up. So, No, for sure. Hey, so you mentioned the other night that um, you wanted to go to Brahms. Yeah. So you ended up, you, you said, uh, if everybody in here doesn't know, Deshaun likes his naps. And so uh, after his naps, he likes to treat himself to a little bit of ice cream every here and now and then. Mm-hmm. Is that stuff consistent? Because obviously in, in the, in the you know, athletic facility, facilities, you have the physical aspect of recovery. What is your, as a football player, what is your mental aspect of a recovery? Is it ice cream? Is it just taking naps or like anything else? Nah, um, definitely naps and then just like every once in a while, like probably every month or so, I'll get around uh, all my best friends from from high school and we'll just kind of kick it in my family. Like this weekend after the game, um, Saturday and Sunday, I got some real good, you know, just time to wind down and be around my people um, and just, you know, love all my love all my people and they loved on me, you know. And then obviously when you get back into it on a day like today, you know, I woke up, I was, you know, extremely encouraged and just um, just doing stuff like that allows me to sort of reset sometimes, you know, because you got to you got to have balance, you know, so. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So and you talked about your your some of your takeaways and things like that from the spring game. But what what do you feel like you you're you're going to uh, take into this offseason? What, what are you uh, uh, most looking forward to improving on? Um, from from the spring and and getting uh, you you personally as a as a linebacker. Yeah. Um, first off, I want to put on like 10, 12 pounds. Um, go ahead and get about two thirty. That's I mean that's where I was before last season. Then I got sick and I kind of lost a lot of it. But that was the best you know my body's ever felt. Um, definitely want to get back to somewhere in that range. Um, I think I talked to you about just sort of continuing to watch the game a lot so I can be able to process it like faster than anybody else. Like I want to be, I want to be one of those guys, as soon as I see my key do something, like I'm gone before an offensive lineman even has a chance to get to a spot, that sort of thing. Um, definitely want to watch a lot of film, like I said, and then um, just the opportunity to do skills and drills with the team and just kind of uh, honestly grow as a leader and just doing stuff like that and um, getting the defense together to do extra film and do extra little workouts and stuff like that and just, um, those are really the, the big three things for this offseason for me that I yeah. would key in and hone in on. So you, you, you talked about it individually, but what's next for, for the team? What does it look mm-hmm. like now after spring is over and what are workouts? And, and, and we all know the, the, the stories. We've heard them. 
messing with Smitty in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, what what's what's on the what's on the on the plate for you guys uh, moving forward and then going into the fall? Yeah. Um, well, I know this week we got we're back to workouts. Um, you asked me earlier if it was a recovery workout. No, it was not. It was not <laughs> even close to a recovery workout. We were in there pushing iron on the Monday morning after squatting it up. Man, three fifteen by ten to finish it out. Three sets of ten. It was all that. Um, nah, we're working right now. Um, and then you said goals as a as a team. Like I said, um, a little bit to do with the skills and drills. Like the coaches have really emphasized how important that's going to be for us as a team to just come together as a defense, as an offense, just get um, that level of comfort, um, communication, all those things, just to be able to bring this team, continue to bring this team together and more closer. Because, I mean, it's one of those things like, the closer you are to someone, the more you trust them, you know. And so the more our trust is with them one another, the better we're going to be as a team. Deshaun, last time we had you on the show, you talked about um, – we asked you a particular question on what you would tell high school athletes coming into Division One football and any any NCAA football division level about what advice you would give them. Yeah. And um, I was wondering, being a fifth-year senior – what advice do you give yourself? I mean, because yeah. obviously you got to get let down and there's got to be times where you you're, you feel on top of the world. What mm -hmm. kind of keeps you going? Because, you know, you got that recovery physically after practice. You got that mental recovery. But like, is it just your dreams and aspirations of the NFL or just, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Just yeah. what keeps you going? Uh, honestly, this game is kind of like, it's a little bit addicting in the sense that like, there's not a point that you could get to to where you're like the best in the world. And so it's just honestly what it is, it's just consistently chasing improvement. That's really what it comes down to. Like, I want to be better than I was yesterday. And then when tomorrow comes, I want to be better than I was today. And it's going to be that way, you know, it's just going to trickle on and on and on. And so um, that's definitely what motivates me within this game. Like, I feel like I never, I never really lose motivation in this game because it's just, like, even when it's hard, it's so motivating that, like, the next day when you go out there, you can pick right back up where you left off and take another step. And even in the days that are hard, it's like you could have had a really bad day of practice, but if you go and learn from it, then you still took a step forward that day. And I think that that's just – that's the addicting part of this game. It's like, you know, yeah. I can't, can't get it out of my blood. Well, and something cool that I've noticed uh, about this team and, and since BV and, uh, and the new staff have been in is the – the uh, the accountability that you guys as as players hold each other to, and and in the way you encourage each other, and I think that's rubbed off from the coaching staff to you guys, and rubbed off on each other, and I think that that I've noticed helps helps you guys as as players too. If you're having a bad day, or if you you have mm -hmm. a bad play, or even if you have a great great play, you you celebrate it and you encourage no matter what. So I, I mm -hmm. think that's pretty cool. No, no well, doubt. I think that. Go ahead. And the idea of that opposing teams won't be able to celebrate against us because in 13 seconds, we're already going to be running another <laughs> They're not going to have no time, They're going to catch so many people like that. They almost got – shoot, they almost got me. They almost got me. Yeah. Hey, so the last – again, a kind of a previous question that we asked you, it was kind of a question about why you chose to come back, why you chose to stay, and you answered with you wanted to pick the hardest road. Yeah. So after – everything you've experienced over these, I believe it's four months, you know, you Smitty new, yeah. you know, new coaches, just completely different team and just team mm -hmm. aspect. 
after seeing 75,360 people show up and everything you've been through, would you say you as a man made the correct choice? Because obviously there's a lot that goes into it. It's you growing as a person, prove your draft mm -hmm. stock, stuff like that. No, no doubt at all. Like, I don't even, I don't question it. I know um, I talked to my mom one day on the phone and I was telling her about how every day when I leave the facility, it's like I leave encouraged and better than I was the other, the next or the day before. And that's, I mean, that's the most important part. I don't think I've ever had, um, like I was saying earlier, I don't really lack in motivation, but just to be honest with you, BV's ability to just motivate on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis is like, it's something I've never been around. And um, I've used it, you know, in ways for me to continue to grow as a man, continue to grow as a player. So yeah, you know, keeping that, Keeping Definitely. that cup full, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. He, he no just, doubt. yeah. And, and I've heard stories and, and, and countless uh, people talking that, you know, when they meet him or when you interact with them, it, football is the last thing that, that he wants to talk about sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool in a, in a head coach no that, that really invests in you and, and, and the whole staff for that matter. No, that's, that's partly true. Cause if you go up to him and you say anything about football, he's going to talk to you about football for about 30 minutes. He's going to break it down by the formation. He's going to get you a whole visual up in your head, all of that. But no, definitely. Hey, and speaking of Coach Venables, now that you've gotten to experience him and you've, mm -hmm. you've been in practice, everything, because it was different last time we had you on three, four months ago. Yeah. What would you tell younger kids that are looking at the University of Oklahoma on the defensive side of the ball or offense that want to play for head Coach Venables? Yeah. What would you tell them? Um, This is – the best head coach in the country. Like there's not, I don't think that there's, there's not many other places that you're going to find a spot that you're going to be able to grow like that. Like I'm going to say there's not going to be another place out there. Um, just the amount that I've grown in four and a half, four and a half months is, is kind of nuts to think about. Um, it was something that I needed though. And, you know, like I said, I had to take the harder decision and this has not all been easy by any means, but I think that even though I go or I get up some days and, you know, things can be hard or this, this and that going on. I think that I always have comfort knowing that, like, I made the right decision. Um, I am a lot farther ahead than where I was. And, like, to play for the best defensive coordinator, I mean, come on. It don't get – you don't got to complicate things, you know. Yeah. So I got one more fun question for you. Yeah. Um, did you, you know, with all the, we talked about all the former players and everybody that, that came in, did you have, what was the uh, coolest interaction of the, of the weekend, um, with, with yeah. any of those guys, if you, uh, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, definitely CD. Um, I remember it was a play that had got blown dead. Uh, Joe Wete had picked it off and obviously he plays linebacker, he plays Will. So I'm like, I'm turning up on the sideline. I then threw my helmet, like I'm jumping up and down talking trash, this, this, and that. And CD's like, bro, you didn't even get no pick. I'm like, don't try to come at me like that. So I just, me and CD have always been like, we've always had this relationship where we like talk trash to each other. Uh, it's just a competitor, you know, sort of thing. But that's my guy. Yeah. And he knows that, that sort of deal. Yeah, did you see any other former players at, at maybe any any Mexican restaurants or anything like that during the weekend? Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. you by chance? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. No, no doubt, no doubt. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Just we to had we put had... perspective. 
Sooner Nation, if you somehow did not see the tweet, we went to Tammy Harris and Norman and uh, Baker was there. So we all got to kind of, not me, I was too scared, but I know Drew shook his hand. I know Deshaun did as well. So it was a pretty yeah. cool experience. Man, Baker has one of these shirts right here. That's, that is mind-blowing to me. I mean, hey. If if I, I ever mean, see him, if I ever see him wear that shirt, like it's, it's going, it's going, it's going up. That's all oh, I yeah. say. Well, hey, who knows? He he did fill out an application at Tarmahara, so you may see him. You know, you may see him there uh, part time or, or or something like that. You don't you don't know. You know. No, so. No. No. <laughs> hey, I mean, Deshaun walked through that restaurant and was bringing the boom. Like that's all I'm going to say. Bringing the boom. Com, Deshaun White collection. Like. Right. Deshaun, yeah. we appreciate you for stopping by, brother. No, no. Hey, no, one, more thing. one more quick thing. One more quick thing. Favorite up? football movie of all time. Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah. That's that, a good one. That was an easy one, yeah. 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 It's no kind of mainstream, but, like, I I watched it so many times as a kid, like, back to back, that it, I don't even have another answer. Hey, when I'm having a bad day sometimes, I'll just go watch that speech, man. Yeah. You know, that it'll one, get you, it, it'll get you hyped. Man, no joke. Yeah. That, yeah. That speech makes me want to run through a wall. I might go watch it like, right now. Yeah, play that play that speech every game day for Deshaun. I guarantee you, first play out of every game, he's lighting someone up. Oh, I'm telling you, he get he probably gets the speech uh, all the time with uh, how fiery BV is and that and that mic he he carries around. Man, <laughs> Deshaun, again, we appreciate you for stopping by, man. You are always welcome. No, no doubt. I appreciate y'all. You know, we we kind of becoming family around here. You know, we kind of locked in a little bit. So for sure, for right, sure. So. Hey, September can't get here soon enough. Man. But I know you guys are gonna be working. So man, we can't man, wait. Yeah. No doubt. We day by as Venables would say, day by day, windshield mentality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep chopping wood, right? No doubt. I like that. Yeah. Deshaun, go get you some ice cream, brother. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'll see you. See you later. That's been everything on the Anything You podcast. Really appreciate you for stopping by. I hope you guys enjoyed the little stream game breakdown with Sean. He's one of our boys. We'll definitely have him on in the future. As always, I'm your host, Christian Williams. Drew, you got anything you want to leave the people with? Hey, as always, thank you so much for the support. Hey, and for everybody that we got to meet this weekend, man, we're we're truly fortunate. We got a we got a big Twitter family, and uh, thank thank you guys for coming by the tailgate and showing love and support and everything like that all the pictures, everything. Um, if you haven't already, um, go to that YouTube channel down below, subscribe, hit that bell for notifications, and can't wait for the next video to come out. And head on over to hornsdownshop.com, get that D, D. White merchandise, help, help him out. And uh, as always, um, Boomer. Sooner.